0: Hi, Michael.
1: Hi, Morgan.
0: Oh, what am I doing here? Thank you so much for asking.
1: What are you doing there?
0: I'm doing a Mad Lib. Would you like to do one with me? (laughs) Oh
1: my God. Okay.
0: Quick. We got to do it fast though. Okay. Okay. I need a noun singular.
1: Um, but.
0: I need a noun plural. Skulls. I need a verb action. Jumping. I need a noun body, body part.
1: Leaner. This is just the way it's going to go I need a noun plural <sighs> Stinky socks
0: And finally I need an exclamation You could not say in front of your mother
1: <sighs> Um, f- Funk balls She probably wouldn't like that
0: Funk balls Okay right. Okay <coughs> <laughs> Straight out of Compton, crazy butt named Ice Cube from the gang called Skulls with attitude. Do you want more?
1: Yeah, let's go. Go ahead. <laughs> I think it's gonna go too long. <laughs> no, I want to hear it now. Well, this what? will just be for us. Okay.
0: When I'm called off, I get a sawed off. Squeeze the tough bot Squeeze the trigger. Bodies. I can't read it. What
1: I was writing. Who boy? You didn't even get to my stinky socks or no well one thing we know for sure funk balls! S- balls. start the show S- well, well that was a, a rousing success do we need another one it works <laughs> i think it works fine I'll, I'll cut out everything that's not funny just like i always do <laughs> <laughs> That's why this is the gold that that makes it in the podcast. Um, hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audience has ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike, and my name is Morgan. In the mornings, yeah, we're getting in the habit of recording. What's the
0: lyric there?
1: Angel of the morning. You say Uh, so. Yeah. So we're beginning in the bad habit of recording these things right up, right up to the deadline. It is is at least Monday morning this week and not Tuesday Tuesday morning. Tuesday
0: morning.
1: Um, but yes, if you are new to our podcast, what we're going to do is watch a canceled TV show that we've never seen and know pretty much nothing about. But first, we're going to give our completely uneducated thoughts and predictions. Morgan, what are we watching this week?
0: I ain't got no fucking clue. It's a rousing sitcom from CBS brought to us in the great year of 1982. And it stars a young Rowan Atkinson. <laughs>
1: So far, you are way off. Okay, what are we watching, Mike? All right, so in doing my typical research for this show, which is... Research in quotes. Well, it's actually quite difficult to find shows to watch without learning anything about them. Also, to find where they live. Yes, sometimes these shows are very difficult to find. In my um, investigation this week, I came about something that I've brought up before but never actually looked into. And that is a career of a certain actress who is known for having many failed sitcoms. Who do you know who that might be?
0: Many failed? Well, I, I think. Did they have one good one and then failed ones after that? Yeah. Is it Leah Remini?
1: No. Okay. I don't, I, yeah, actually she would also be a good one. She had a lot of failed ones before King mm-hmm. of Queens. Um, no, this is, this was, the success was up front and then way downhill from there.
0: What decade are we talking?
1: Well, the, her original big show was from the nineties. It's a nineties sitcom. I believe it was NBC. She's quirky. Are we talking? He's about... straight laced.
0: Oh, uh, what the hell's her name? <laughs>
1: dharma what's dharma and greg <laughs>
0: what's her name
1: her name is jenna elfman, elfman.
0: Ugh. okay yeah
1: so this is the first in my new series that i'm bringing to the table called elfman on the shelf and these are jenna elfman <laughs> so sitcoms stupid. that um they the networks they threw that bad boy right back on the shelf because they she... were no good i want you to guess how
0: many hold on just sidebar so this is just just for you and me not okay. the listeners because we don't want to offend anyone she uh yeah, a friend of Zeno, if you know uh-huh. I believe she is. Okay, continue.
1: Uh, she's somebody that they desperately want to make happen.
0: Yeah, got it. She's uh, pouring lots of money into their pockets. Or uh, now I have to look thing. it up if
1: we're going to gonna say that. Yes, can confirm. Yeah, dollars. I
0: mean, all clues point to.
1: Yeah. Anyway. And that haircut. Oh, I, want, boy. <laughs> I want you to guess how many failed tv shows you think jenna elfman has failed tv shows meaning that they have been on for one season and got canceled
0: drew i'm gonna say 12
1: <laughs> that's way too many why
0: 12 she's not working hard enough then. she right. has not a
1: new tv show fine. every year since the 90s
0: fine drew excuse me it's been almost 20 years since the 90s it okay. is 20 years since the 90s okay
1: well you know what I mean? Like she didn't have a show every other year and almost sometimes one a year.:
0: That says she's got a lack of motivation to me.
1: Okay. Um, well, now you, now you built it up way too Drew, much. A I'm normal- gonna Nope. <laughs> Drew,
0: I'm gonna go with six.
1: That is correct. Thank you. That, <laughs> thanks for ruining <laughs> my buildup. That is a lot of failed TV shows to be the star of. You, uh, normally, people would not get six chances.
0: Well, some people aren't pouring tons of money and <laughs> their lives into a certain
1: organization that controls Hollywood. And also, you think that eventually one would hit. but Yeah. No, no but-
0: well, here's the deal, though. Listen, we're not going to split hairs on this. Jenna Elfman adorbs. Worked, it worked okay on... Worked okay. I need to stress that on Darma Gregg. Mm-hmm. She's not particularly... There's nothing sp- that's mean. But I don't feel <laughs> like there's anything really
1: special about her. I don't know. I think that she's got a unique charm to her. Yeah, but it's the... S-
0: It's not, I don't, I don't feel like she's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you on that. (laughs) Okay. Because it's something, it's different. Because the first, when you said quirky in NBC, I was thinking of... uh, God damn, I'm not good with names this morning. Phoebe from Friends.
1: Oh, you're talking about Lisa Kudrow.
0: Yeah, where you think of somebody like Lisa Kudrow, where she's got chops and she's bringing something different. I know she's had uh, a rough success, a rough go since Friends, but I feel like she's bringing something a little bit different every time and there's something interesting to watch. Well, that's not a
1: fair bar. I mean, Lisa Kudrow is like... A good actress. Yeah, she's awesome and she's, I mean no she's not lisa kudrow but i do that's think... my bar <laughs> i Hi.
0: welcome to are they lisa kudrow
1: i do think that jenna elfman is charming and kind of adorable so we're gonna see why don't
0: you marry her then michael
1: <laughs> well she probably <laughs> won't marry me because i'm not a scientologist and i don't want to become one sorry guys sorry big big scientology um so we're gonna be watching a show from 2016 this might be our most oh boy our most newest tv show Yeah, i think that's definitely the most recent i'm trying to think of oh no we watched the mist and i think the mist was 2017 oh you're right so this is one of the most newest tv shows we've watched um it is called it's from abc and it ran for nine episodes and that's not so bad that's pretty bad i mean (laughs) (laughs) it's less than half a season It, it, this is an ABC sitcom, so it was a normal order would be twenty-two. I mean, in a short order would be thirteen. So it didn't even make thirteen episodes. So it is called Imaginary Mary. Do you know this show? I
0: do not. Wait, I remember very vaguely seeing promos. Yeah,
1: me too. This is the, that's about the level of.
0: Oh man, because I remember seeing them and being like,
1: what. I remember seeing the, the, the uh not even previews, just like the that it existed in like the upcoming shows. And it was like Jenna Elfman in Imaginary Mary, and I was like, that's a show that's gonna get cancelled immediately. Oh,
0: I love that.
1: And it looks like I was right. I never followed up until right now, but uh it is one of the six failed TV shows. The uh the Elfman shelvers, as it may be.
0: No, we're gonna work on that. We're gonna punch that up.
1: And anyway. What do you what do you think? What is this show?
0: Um, on face value, I'm gonna say it is a middle middle aged. That's mean. <laughs> a woman in her what are we thinking? They're gonna 40s. Put her, in her Oh, I was gonna say they're gonna probably push
1: for late thirties. Well, I think in reality she's probably in her forties. She feels like a million to me.
0: Um, I feel like it's gonna be a woman. She to... is, for the
1: record, forty seven so
0: yeah that's not surprising she was when was just, darman greg
1: you just said that she didn't seem like that to you darman greg is in the 90s in like 96
0: yeah no that makes like perfect sense i was just saying i was saying middle age but i was being mean about it but i feel like she's no i was gonna say that they're gonna that because it's the network wants young and fresh michael they're gonna not they're gonna say that
1: a, she's in 40 her is a
0: death sentence okay So I'm going to say she's a woman who has to move back home and um, all of her imaginary friends are (laughs) popping up. She's got Winky the bear. He's a bear that is missing an eye. And she's got snuffleupagus that's just crossover with the good people at the jim henson company sure so it's literally snuffleupagus and then she's got jeff who <laughs> was her knockoff ken barbie doll but these are all like very realistic creatures in her new world so jeff becomes kind of like a,
1: a but boy. is he the size of a doll
0: no he's the size of a human person
1: but does he have a wiener
0: uh, yeah yeah We got to keep this. We got to keep it spicy. We got to keep people intrigued. Got to keep it edgy on ABC. It's the will they or won't they of what was this called?
1: Imaginary Mary.
0: Imaginary. What a god awful title. What were we doing? I don't
1: know.
0: Michael, what is this show about?
1: I'm going to slay. I'm going to flip it. Slay. I'm going to slay. Slay girl. I'm going to say it's going to be flipped from what you said. She's going to be drop dead Mary. Oh, yeah, because because that's the kind of character that Jen Elfman really gravitates towards is the kooky imaginary friend. Not she has imaginary friends, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm saying. And so she is going to appear to some I don't know if it's going to be a dude or a girl. We'll say a woman, a woman, Morgan. It's 2016. and, And she's going through a real crisis. And then her imaginary friend from when she was a kid pops up to help her out. But is she helping or is she hurting her mental brain? That's what we have to decide.
0: So what do we think is going on with non-imaginary Mary?
1: Um, I think that she's a lawyer and she's been under a lot of stress. Do we think she's in the middle of a divorce? Because that's a good. Yeah, she's a lawyer. She's in the middle of a mm-hmm. divorce. Um, She has a kid, yeah, obviously. Cu- custody
0: battle. Um, this going? could
1: be literally any modern sitcom.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying. I think that there is a a cork board in the middle of every single network's office and they just have characteristics and then various columns of tropes and then like settings and they just just, like they throw darts at
1: them yeah it's probably not too far off so yeah that's kind of what i'm feeling the vibe of and that jenna elfman is going to be kind of like trying to make her have fun with her life but she's like but i have to have a job
0: can you do your best jenna elfman for me it looked like you look like you were gonna go to it so let's just hear this one
1: it was i was just gonna do zoe deschanel
0: i know i i know exactly what you're gonna do so i want everyone else to hear it
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm jenna elfman and uh i'm your imaginary friend so mm-hmm. that's good it's kind of more like muppety
0: yeah or like uh another Kristen Wood character i can't quite
1: Put my finger on it.
0: This is getting into low okay. energy.
1: Morgan, what are we gonna get in this episode? Something specific. Specifically. Something specifically. Super duper specific.
0: Ugh, now I'm in your world of her being like a drop-dead friend. It could situation. be either way. I
1: don't know. Okay. I imagine it has to be one of those I think two.
0: For the sake of keeping this interesting, I'm gonna stick to mine. Um
1: that's staying in.
0: That's code word for next week. Uh, those are not just a word. Anywho. So Mary, she is going through a crisis um, and she's got her imaginary friends with her. its I mean, this is just begging for a situation like this. She'll be in the middle of the grocery store talking to her imaginary friends and she's going to get a pardon me uh, from a passerby. Okay. It's a low stake.
1: I'll take it. We'll see. Maybe that will happen.
0: I'm saying specifically though, grocery store, and I hear before God and everybody, if it's not a grocery store, but that same thing happens, I don't get the point. Doesn't count, it doesn't and we count, do guys.
1: always keep track of points, as you know. I'm gonna say that there is gonna be a scene in a restaurant where she's going on a date with a man and. And she's like trying, this is her first date out. She's trying to get back on her feet. But, uh, imaginary Mary is floating around, making, making her uncomfortable, doing like being like, Hey, why don't you tell him that he's got a nice package? And hey, why don't, why don't you tell him that you want to kiss him right on his big old smooching lips? and then she's like no mary i don't i'm not ready and then she's and then the guy's like whoa lady you're crazy who are you talking to and she's like i'm talking to my imaginary friend opening credits mhm and that's going to happen on the show so that's what that's what i'm guessing um this show has a 5.6 on imdb which is pretty bad
0: it's the same as last week
1: and last week's show was pretty fucking bad it's really boring i'm hoping this is less boring i'm hoping that it will be funny
0: yeah like just like (laughs) you silly network this was never gonna work kind
1: of funny like generic like yeah this didn't set itself apart but it made me chuckle yeah that's what i'm kind of hoping for me too uh this is the lowest rated of jenna elfman's failed tv shows so we're starting at the bottom okay started at the bottom and now now we're here
0: the bottom of the shelf man
1: <laughs> um, I'm also B- gonna... bottom shelf man is pretty good too. Uh,
0: I'm also gonna say that we're gonna get a soundtrack from
1: the B52s.
0: System of a Down. Let's go watch this. The Bare Naked
1: Ladies calling it now.
0: Uh, bNL probably would be needing this job and would be okay. I think they're.
1: Oh, I think friendly. that Canada makes sure that they will have the money rolling in for the rest of their lives. I don't think they're too concerned. Let's watch this show. It feels like it's been one week. Hey, you ever hear people ask how we evolved from apes when apes are still around and realized you didn't know? All the time. Can't figure out how we don't have a cure for cancer or even how cancer works? Um, what is cancer? Check out our show, A Dash of Science, so you can answer questions like... If setting off nukes creates nuclear winter, why don't we set off nukes to offset global warming? Uh, that's not how any of that works. Uh, well, if electricity always follows the path of least resistance, why doesn't lightning always strike France? That... It's not even science. Are you sure? Lightning sounds really science i I'm Chris, an engineer and scientist. And I'm Carrie, not an engineer or a scientist. Together, we break down complex science in language everyone can understand. And look at everyday topics through the lens of science and logic. So check out your favorite podcasting app or head on over to a dash of science.com so you can get a Dash, dash of, of science. science. This is me. Alice. And this is Ben, the guy I totally fell in love with. These are his three children. Careful, that's a vintage Les Paul. <gasps> that I'm totally not ready to deal with. Hola! And that is Mary, my imaginary friend from childhood. Why am I so nervous? You know what we need. She's back to help me. This is on fire! I think. Imaginary Mary premieres Tuesday, April 4th on ABC. And- We're back. All right. I guess I'll let you have it this time. This is the only time that you get to have the return. We're back. I don't know if you can tell, but between the uh, first recording and this recording, it's gone from morning to sexy, sexy nighttime. I got that glass of gin, gin, gin. Because just for you guys, we're recording twice on the same day between work. You're welcome. So, this morning we watched this show, Imaginary Mary. Do you remember watching this? Vaguely. Okay. Well, that's good because we do need to talk about it for some time. So, we got some things right, and by we, I mean Morgan. Morgan got the premise pretty, pretty close. I mean, there was really only two ways it was going to go. Yeah. And it went the way of Jenna the Elfman right way. being the main character. Her name is her name is Alice and she has she an imaginary friend. She does live friend. here still. She does. <laughs> okay. It's for your that's, that's for the, heads out there. The huge Alice doesn't live here anymore fans spun off into the hit the television series Alice. Kiss my grits. Well, kiss my grits. We should um, do we should do Alice on the show except it was a huge hit. I
0: was going to say a good reception maybe.
1: Um okay, so yeah, Jen Elfman is the lead. She has an imaginary friend played by uh SNL I would alum say
0: America's Sweetheart, everyone's pocket-sized friend. Just kidding, Rachel. I've seen you before on the street. You're adorable. It's Rachel Dratch, everybody. First time to the show.
1: That would be so fucking awesome if we had Rachel Dratch. Um, no, but she, is, she plays the voice of a CGI animated friend Okay, I that cannot, is a white fluffy ball person. I cannot
0: stress this enough. I was not prepared for this. I was <laughs> yeah. not prepared at all. So, okay. So let's set this up. Okay. At the very top of the show, Alice, our main character, is introduced to us in a flashback when she's six years old. Right. And we can tell that she's in a uh, broken home. Mom and dad are screaming in the background, and we see Alice scrawling out what would be Mary. Mm -hmm. And Mary comes to life and essentially becomes a coping mechanism because her parents are ripping her world apart
1: yeah it's pretty dark
0: in fact at one point so we we see her at six we see her at 11 we see her at 18 at 11 imaginary mary <laughs> comforts a, an 11 year old alice by saying see mommy all sad and helpless this is in the first minute of the show we know that mom is laying in the bed crying
1: and then alice says that will never be me with her intentions of i'm never I'm not going to follow in my my family's footsteps. I'm gonna be my own person and never let this happen to me
0: because a hundred percent of all marriages lead to divorce,
1: <laughs> but so the and Mary, imaginary Mary, I guess her name is just mary, um is like a super bad influence, though. like immediately she's like, "Hey, have you ever heard this word "ass? You should start saying that." And then she's like telling her to do all kinds of bad stuff. That doesn't really. Ha- have that much to do with the plot. It's more about the coping mechanism thing. Yeah. But I guess also on top of that, she wants her to do bad stuff.
0: I mean, yeah, I guess they're just going to go hand in hand with leading an independent life. I guess. She's yeah. Not, you're not, you're going to be your own person. You're not going to listen to what people, you're not going to listen to societal norms. Right.
1: And you're going to go don't. around sane ass.
0: Right. I mean, is she wrong train is coming you
1: don't have to announce the train every time
0: i do but i do it in my real life um, um so
1: it, then we cut to alice as a teenager and she's having sex for the first time and mary starts to disappear because that's, that because that's where that's the exact moment when your inno- innocence is lost
0: yeah can we just sidebar for a moment can you imagine an 18 year old <laughs> still having an imaginary friend
1: I, it would be really strange the real and conversation be, definitely needs some therapy
0: yeah she, this poor do poor, we know she's 18 yeah okay. it says h6 uh, 811 age age h18 okay on the tos if you will the text on the screen gotcha all right not then, the original series um we then cut to well,
1: wait you can't cut away from that yet that i have a bunch of notes on that oh well geez really not a bunch But basically, she starts to fade away Mm -hmm. um, when she has sex. But there's also this really weird connection between her and Mary, where Mary is, like, kind of grossed out that she does, like, kissing and stuff, but also is, like, hardcore into it, like, wants to...
0: I think that speaks to, like, an adolescent fascination and and repulsion with sex.
1: Yeah, but then, like, when she starts disappearing, she's like, No way! At least let me see his dick! yeah which is literally what she says except so, that it cuts off before she ha- hits the hard cake so it can be on network television
0: that I saw that that's like right when they say created and produced by
1: yeah that's the opening credits after that or no, we, not credits but it's the opening
0: yeah which is just a, a literally like but up yeah and we then just get like Mary
1: a, back to back with Jenna Elfman. Uh,
0: like a five second card essentially yeah. is what it is um but that's when I saw that it was created and produced by I thought it was the Adam Goldberg of Seth Rogen and Adam Goldberg.
1: Yeah. But it's, but it's not. not. It's
0: Adam F. Goldberg who created the Goldbergs. Right. Which I'm not familiar with that program. Maybe it's dark like this.
1: Yeah. It seems like it's a weird, good show. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people watch it. People like it. Like it a lot. Yeah. I know Freddy Krueger was on this season. So that's pretty cool. Oh,
0: they got Freddy? Yeah. They had Robert they got England. MD? Really?
1: As, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. On the Halloween episode, it was like, it's like the last time he'll ever be Freddie. Like he was hey like, guys. I'll do it one more time.
0: This week is brought to you by Freddy Krueger. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Freddy Krueger, bitch. Kruger, bitch.
1: <laughs> Listen, Never. Freddy's got a catchphrase, and it is the B word. Deal with it.
0: Anywho, modern day Alice is a badass bitch working at a, a sports
1: PR PR firm. Yeah, she's like a thriving single lady in her 40s although it does seem like they're playing her to be in her 30s but
0: yeah um Even though Mary has disappeared at the age of 18, she's now doubling up and serving as our narrator. So we need to put that out there. Rachel Dratch is narrating like, hey, this is Alice today because she listened to my advice. She has not let a man come in and ruin everything for her. Right. Um, And then we see that she's taking a meeting. I don't know what this guy is or what he does.
1: I have no idea. And I don't know why he was there anyway. Yeah. But yeah, we introduce our character of Ben. Who is there to give a presentation of some sort.
0: To a, a sports PR. Hey, my, uh, all my Jerry Maguire's out there. <laughs> right in. Is that a thing?
1: Um, so, yeah, he, he comes in to give her a PowerPoint presentation. Hey, of some... Michael. What? You complete me. Thank you. I don't remember. Uh, the human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> all the romantic lines from Jerry Maguire. Isn't that right? On brand. Who's okay. coming with me? who's coming with me? Let's just do.
0: Show me the money. I sound just like Cuba Gooden Jr.
1: To be fair, Tom Cruise says it too. So maybe you were being Tom Cruise. Oh yeah.
0: I I do a pretty good (laughs) Tom Cruise. Okay, so this guy's here, and clearly he's an attractive... Do you know who this guy is?
1: I don't, but I actually really liked him.
0: Yeah, he's he's got charisma. I'll give him that. He's a... a, But looks like an attractive white guy. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a little bit unconventional. He he, First of all, he's got that, like, eight-day stubble, like, where it's, like, still stubble, but it's, like, almost a beard at that point. Yeah. And... uh, so that,
0: like, a, a two on the setting?
1: Yeah, like... Like, it's still not quite a beard. I don't know how to explain it, but or maybe he just is like a a dude that has really thick hair and it's his five o'clock shadow, except it's very thick. Um, Anyway, uh, he looks more like a like a millennial slacker uh, kind of attractive dude than a typical uh, middle aged attractive guy.
0: We learn here that he's fucking up his uh, PowerPoint presentation so much so that she first she learns his screen name is.
1: Well, so it pops up with his like t- basically his Tinder profile. Oh, got it. And it says he's
0: doing that on his computer. Don't you do that on your phone?
1: I don't. I don't do it on anything because I'm in a very happy relationship.
0: This has been a test of. The-
1: <laughs> what do you do on Tinder? <laughs> um. So yeah, it's his, it's his. She says online dating profile. So I guess it could be like his Match. dot com or something if people still do that. Um. And it's his his screen name is Divorced Rad Dad. <laughs> Um, Which is pretty funny, and she calls him out on it, and then he gets really embarrassed, and then basically he's like, well, can you just help me out with my dating profile then, since I've already embarrassed myself?
0: yeah and he also learns that or she also learns that he has three kids yeah well because at like, first
1: well because he's he's like hey you're an attractive lady maybe and she's
0: like you're cute cute too but now i know all these things about you that are major turn-offs for me
1: right because because she's like now i know you have a kid and he's like i actually have three kids and she's like this is definitely not happening absolutely definitely so 100% not a cut to they are sleeping together.
0: They are uh, doing it. Sorry, I was just looking. This guy's name is Steven Schneider. Mm-hmm. And... It's
1: related to Rob Schneider.
0: He is. No, he's not. No, he's not. Um, it's a lot of stuff I don't know, but he's on a show that you watch that I do not.
1: Yeah, he's on You're the Worst. Correct.
0: All right, cool. Glad he's also he on Broad him. City. Oh, I don't remember him for Broad City.
1: I'm just saying. I, I already looked him up, and those are the things that he was from.
0: Hey, guys, right in. Uh, I've been told multiple times that when people watch broad city they're like that's you so
1: (laughs) is is that true right right in right
0: in take this poll okay so here's the deal guys they're happy they're dating somehow we don't know how long they're together at this point
1: it seems like a little while like at least like a month
0: and then uh, it's early morning ben gets a call it's his three god-awful children
1: yikes that's mean (laughs)
0: Just kidding. They're, they're actually pretty great, but let's get into it. So they're in the back. We see, Oh, it says,
1: it's, it says three months later in my notes. So it must've said three months later, three
0: months later, which is crazy. It's a long time. We, okay. We do learn. She
1: also has commitment issues. She
0: has a lot of issues that she should have worked out with a professional. Please go seek help. Um, okay. So his children are calling clearly they're in the back of a car. And then we learn that they're calling with an emergency, but it's really not an emergency. They're Mm -hmm. informing their dad that they are They've been shipped away from mom's house and they're on their way to dad's house right now. Right, and they are five seconds away. From yeah, the he's
1: house. like, "How how long do you have?" And they're like, "Oh, we're pulling up right, exactly now." And so Jenna Elfman starts freaking out because she hasn't met his kids yet, and she is like kidophobic. She does not want to have anything to do with them. So she's like, "I think I'll just jump out the window."
0: And then before she jumps, he's like, "We can do this. It's not so bad." And then we hear the kids enter through the door downstairs. The son yells something. The middle child yells something, and then the youngest child yells something that made me laugh very hard. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we bury people? And immediately <laughs> Jenna's like, "No," I'm, or Alice rather mm-hmm. is like, "No, I'm not going to
1: do." Oh, this. Jenna might have said that too. Jenna's like, "No, Mm-mm. I'm not doing this." Yeah, and then in, in all of the uh, all of the excitement, he, he like I guess presses up against her, and he's like, "Oh no!" And she's like, "You got a happy?
0: Oh, because she says, um. She's like, I will meet them. I'm just not going to do it today. So it's right. planned to do an official meeting. And that
1: gets him a little bit excited because, in the pencil region.
0: Because, like, that's an emo- emotion. I get
1: it. I'm just teasing. It just is a funny bit.
0: Do you not get a happy when I talk about my children? I got a
1: happy all day. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Anywho, okay. So she jumps out the window. She sticks the landing. She does not, but button- we should say she's two stories up. So there was a little bit of danger there. She did have to
1: weigh right. well, And the he, like, suggested in. at first, which is also hilarious, where he's like, well, I guess out the window you go. <laughs> and she's like, it's two stories high. And he's like, I think you'll be all right.
0: And then when the little kid poses that question, she's like, nah, the worst that'll happen is I break my ankle. But yeah. she does it. She does not do that. Then, then we go to...
1: We get to meet the kids a little bit in, in this scene. And this is where the teenage daughter, whose name is Dora... Uh, she, she's talking to her brother about her boyfriend, whom
0: we learn is
1: well. So she's like, she's like saying all these nice things about him, and she's like, and he's a Jedi master. And then her brother's like, you are not dating Kylo Ren. She's like, not yet.
0: Um. So she's a mega nerd. the The brother we learn is are they trying to play him as a feminine or is he just.
1: I don't think so. I think he's just supposed to be kind of like a nerdy loser wimp.
0: We learn he's having some issues at school.
1: People are making fun of him. Um,
0: It's unfortunate. Now, the best character is the youngest named Bunny. And Bunny has a death obsession. And she's amazing and adorable uh cool that's all that scene those are gives the kids <laughs> oh what's
1: the boy's name the boy's name is oh boy i did not write it I wrote down andy andy okay okay so now we get kind of the scene that i was predicting i almost got it except it goes a little bit differently they're at dinner she goes to dinner with uh what's his name his name is ben ben
0: they're at a his hispanic themed restaurant
1: And they're having the conversation of like, hey, like, let's do this thing. Let's figure it out. We're going to meet. You'll meet the kids. It's going to go okay." And then right in the middle of the conversation, boom, imaginary Mary pops up out of nowhere, out of nowhere. And she's like freaking out, but trying. Obviously, she knows it's an imaginary thing. Nobody else can see it. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to play it cool. But she's also like, what the fuck is happening? Am I losing my brains?
0: You're missing a very important detail.
1: Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: They ordered tableside guac at this Oh, restaurant.
1: my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which the show gets 10, 10 Morgan bucks from me. Continue, Michael.
1: Okay. So she starts freaking out. Um, and then basically she has to, like, find an excuse to get out of there. Because she's like, okay, I have to deal with this before I can deal with the kid thing. So she leaves. And then uh, Mary is basically like, hey, it's your best friend. I'm back and she's like what the fuck are you doing here what is going on why are you here and basically mary is just obnoxious i don't know
0: yeah yeah she's just like weed this is not how this is not how i taught you you didn't like i didn't teach you to get into yeah. a relationship with
1: people yeah she's like different. oh this is getting too serious like
0: like the reason i'm here is cuz a red flag has popped up you conjured me right you pulled me out of the recesses of your subconscious Cool.
1: So after um, after her inter- interaction with her, she decides she's going to buy Adele tickets for them.
0: Yeah, well, specifically Adele tickets that are six, six months, months away. Out. Yeah, like I need I need time to really prepare myself. I'm going to prolong this meeting as long as I can because this is not how I do. Right. Um, and then, but Ben is a very astute gentleman. He sees right through what she's trying to do. And right. is like you are trying to procrastinate this.
1: Right. And then she goes into a really funny spiel that I laughed at pretty hard where she's basically like, listen, I love kids. Kids are great. I Listen, when they come into the office, I barely even hide from them anymore. I mean, I do close my door because I don't want to hear that. And also I have candy on my desk and that candy is for me only. And I was like, that's funny. Also, maybe relate to Mary a little bit in this scene (laughs) because I'm not I'm not super great with kids. No, but i digress
0: this is gonna this has been a real <laughs> moment brought to you by imaginary mary um so yeah while this exchange is happening mary's like yeah, yeah yeah no stick to the plan this is the plan we're not gonna meet these children ever and then finally alice in a moment of maturity realizes how much she deeply en- enjoys this man's company right and realizes you know this would make him happy and she f- succumbs to a meeting that's not six months away in right fact, that evening
1: which they start going through a few options and she's like maybe we'll go to disney world and he's like that's way too big of a jump <laughs>
0: Yeah, mary is suggesting things too and she's like the gun range
1: and yeah so mary says the gun range and then uh alice just out of instinct says gun range and then <laughs> ben is like
0: but she saves it by saying, well, that's what a crazy person is. What would a
1: crazy thinking. person would say.
0: They land on mini golf and burgers, which I think is a good night.
1: That's solid. I would. Hey, I would be down. Let's go to mini golf. We haven't done that in a long time. I don't think so, we've ever even done that. You and me. I don't like mini golf. Wow. We can okay. go regular golfing.
0: <laughs> no, I'll go bowling with you. Okay. I'll go ice skating with you.
1: Okay. We're going to go ice skating bowling.
0: I'll go thing with you.
1: Just what is that? <laughs> Oh, fris- Frisbee golf. I call oh. ultimate frizz. Oh, boy. Oh, wait, that's football, right? Totally I don't know.
0: Totally tubular. Um, so, cut, two Hard cut. It's Alice is straightening up the apartment. She's getting ready for these little brats. Just kidding. I really do like these kids, but I feel yeah. like I might. See, this is my own insecurities. I feel like I need to deflect and tell the world how terrible these children are when in actuality I identify with them.
1: I think I think the 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 problem not the problem like the hang up on it with wanting them to call like the annoying kids is that in real life these kids would probably be really obnoxious because they're all they all have their quirks and they all are uh, neurotic but on the show they're very entertaining and very funny.
0: well and I think that but it, it does help with the narrative that these kids are the product of divorce or not the product but uh yeah they
1: they're, are they, 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 they are being affected are, by yeah,
0: it are so something for alice to identify with and they're coping okay mm-hmm. okay so they show up they being ben and the three children they show up at the door we have a great moment where they where alice and ben don't know how to interact and right. ben settles on patting her on the head which, which made funny. me chuckle
1: the oh before this so there's a like a running gag where Mary keeps talking about dancing and doing the macarena. Oh yeah. And it's I was a like mom dance. I was like I'm not feeling these macarena jokes. Mm-mm. They're pushing it really hard and it's not doing anything hey for guys, me.
0: Guys, it's not 1997 anymore. Can we let it go? I mean, go? I guess that's
1: the joke, but it just isn't good. Um, anyway, yeah, so they come into the Ew, house.
0: I just had a realization. What? Does she th- is hold on.
1: Oh, like does she know that it's modern day? Well, of course no. she does, because she's a part of her imagination. She does
0: know. No, I was going to say, is that because it was not cool when Alice was a child? Are we trying to insinuate that Alice is in her th- early 30s?
1: Oh, I don't think so.
0: Okay. I don't, oh, God, I got really flushed right
1: then. Oof. I don't I mean, who cares if they were? Why would that make you flush? Because
0: she's not in her <laughs> Okay.
1: 30s. I thought, well, it doesn't say anything about you.
0: Uh, I would have been close to it at that point. In 2016, when did this come out?
1: 2017, or 2016 to 2017. All right,
0: cool. Yes. So, yes, the answer is yes. Okay. It doesn't matter. Continue.
1: Anyway, so the kids come in, and the kids are kind of, like, immediately down. Like, it's not like a typical uh, sitcom where they're like, you better prove it to us, and we're going to play all kinds of mean tricks on you. Yeah. Basically, like, especially uh, the kids. The boy Andy is basically like, Hey, I know you're a PR person, and I'm having real shit luck with my personal PR at school. And could you give me some tips by basically like sharing a lot of intimate details
0: yeah there's a great moment with him in the kitchen where he's like if he finally reaches the point of like oh this is somebody i can, an adult i can trust and i can open up to i have this folder on my computer that says <laughs> history on it or history class but really math, it's, but yeah or math but really it's just a bunch of pictures of boobs is that normal
1: <laughs> am i a normal dude and she's just like yes
0: <laughs> i also have this other folder Um, she
1: doesn't want to deal with that he also is like trying to be cool around her because he knows that she's kind of cool like he keeps calling her a dog and stuff mm -hmm. um
0: i will say though that the middle child dora the daughter Mm -hmm. uh is not as keen but it's not middle child fashion
1: and she's the teenager and she's like uh It's not specific to Alice, though. She just is kind of, you know, a jerk all the time because she's a teenager. So she's, I don't think she's like acting out against Alice. What? Hold on.
0: (laughs) Are teenage girls
1: mean? Somewhat difficult in any way. (laughs) Uh, So I think that's just more of her personality in general, not her like lashing out against Alice. Um,. And then we get a scene where Bunny comes out with one of Alice's Before vintage... that, though, oh, okay. there's chaos
0: okay. because she comes out and. Oh, he spilled. Whatever. Something
1: all over Andy the ground. he is
0: on, the, on his knees <laughs> with his shirt off, using his shirt to mop up something off of a very expensive looking rug. Right. And then a hard turn to Bunny with a vintage
1: Les Paul holding it. Mm-hmm. And Alice is like, yeah, oh, hey, that's don't. Don't do that. And she's like, Look at me, I'm Elvis before he died on the toilet. <laughs> because she's obsessed with death.
0: And then what is I don't know what that thing's called. What does she break off?
1: Oh, she breaks off the whammy door usually is detachable, but I guess it's like built onto that guitar.
0: Or people the people who are running this production don't know guitars. Well, no? no,
1: I don't know it's a fancy it's a really expensive guitar. I have cheap guitars maybe on fancy guitars, they're not built onto them. Anyway, so he's he uh Andy gets a text or a a tweet notification that there's been a Twitter poll run for him on what his new nickname at school is going to be, and everyone has settled on Blandy. And it's devastating, and he's very upset about it, and he's like, how can they be so clever and so mean?
0: And Alice, in a true adult response, takes the phone and (laughs) tweets out as him and says something to the effect of, like, a a Blandy in the house, hashtag blessed.
1: Yeah, she's like, you just got to own it. Um, but first, before that happens, he like immediately like turns to her and is like, "Alice, I need you. Come here." Like, like, yeah, like, like, like she's her eight, a- like he's her, she's his agent, mm-hmm. and-, and it was funny. Oh, she also tweets uh, <laughs> hashtag Blandy as balls. <laughs>
0: oh boy uh this does not go to the
1: is not no. work immediately everybody starts tweeting against him and then he gets upset and he's like i'm not lamar odom i'm a boy
0: well because she said that <laughs> she said okay this is how we're gonna deal with this this crisis we're gonna um say that your phone got hacked and then we're gonna
1: oh yeah you're gonna lay low to or whatever we're gonna be oh, yeah. in the hospital <laughs> for exhaustion yeah.
0: oh boy topical all right so Alice really fucked up.
1: Yeah. So she starts like going into panic mode and Mary shows back up being like, Hey, don't worry. You're not your parents. You're not going to make the same mistakes that they did. Cause that's like what she's, yeah she's dealing with these kids and she's like, I can't do it because if I'm in the situation, I'm going to fuck them up. Like my parents did with me.
0: Yeah. But then bunny shows up and she's like, are you mad that I broke your guitar? Yes. And Alice pauses for a second and out Al- like bunny gets put into a fit. And everyone does not like Alice right now. Yeah.
1: That's what's not
0: happening. Burgers and golf are not a go.
1: Right. So she freaks out and she's she's like, I guess Mary says like, hey, let's cool off. Let's go get a drink. And she's like, I'm not in the mood for a drink. I'm in the mood to get 10 drinks. And then they go. Mary
0: says that to her. She says, I don't think a drink's going to help you. But 10 drinks will solve everything. Okay.
1: I don't remember who said what
0: uh you must give credit to the imaginary little okay. white monster creature
1: so they go out they party there's they have, a
0: fantastic montage they
1: go to karaoke where we see them singing don't go break it my heart
0: <laughs> and and it cuts to the rest of the audience just seeing a drunk woman pointing singing. a microwave microwave a
1: <laughs> <microphone>. <laughs> she's really drunk she's pointing microwaves at people she's
0: Microphone and an empty stool,
1: and nobody can hear Mary because she's not real, so she's just singing the Elton John half. Of- and you get
0: one of my favorite not trope but occurrences in comedies mm-hmm. where you get the one uh, man off screen yelling something. Uh-huh. I love it, guys. What did he yell? He's- I don't even know. <laughs> I think he was like. Uh, something about a drunk lady it made me laugh doesn't matter good we the point down.
1: is morgan likes when people yell stuff in the background <laughs>
0: it's so funny
1: it's so funny
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets onto a mechanical bull she almost throws up good times
1: they wake up the next morning alice is hungover as shit because she's an older lady but she looks flawless well of course because it's a tv show i was like that's not how i look up and then uh, mary is like spooning her butt and she's she's, like caressing yeah she's like and then and then alice is like hey what are you doing why are you being weird and she's like you're the one that made it weird i like to snuggle it doesn't have to be sexual
0: also that's not a butt (laughs) that's not wait nope (laughs)
1: Is that? Are you saying that Jenna Elfman has got a flat booty?
0: I think she's got a white girl booty. Mm. Oh, continue.
1: Uh, there are several shots that linger on her butt in this in this series.
0: Yeah, there was a a pretty open crotch shot too, which yeah. made me uncomfortable.
1: Anyway, so they start having a conversation, and basically, first Mary is being defensive, like, hey, don't don't do this. We don't want to be with this guy. And then she's like, no, I do want to be with this guy. And then she's like, okay, well, if that's the case, then you need to go to him. Like in the movies, that's what they say in the movies is go to him. Mm -hmm. And then so she's like, you're right, I should. And then she gets up, but who's that? Ben's there already. He showed up. And he's like, "Hey, I saw. Oh, I got the yeah." He's like, "I know you were out drinking last night because you left me a three-hour-long voicemail." Uh, And just thinking about what that voicemail would have been made me laugh. Anyway, so she's like, "Hey, I was going to go see you," and then he's like, "Hey, you
0: you can't run out on me. Like, you can't. You you can run out on me, but now you got children involved, and I cannot have you running out on my children. You can't just not." That's not how we're doing this thing. And And then then she
1: starts crying because she's like, oh my gosh, we're breaking up. And then he's like, we're not breaking up. This is just a fight.
0: Yeah, this is what adults do. You have disagreements, you have arguments, and then you work through them and then carry on with your lives.
1: And he realizes that she has never been in a serious relationship in her life.
0: Which for Ben... Back
1: the fuck out of the room Yeah, that's gonna be. Well, but he loves her. I mean, they've been together for three months and, like, he's really feeling it. She met the kids. The kids seem to like her. Y- yeah, but they. You yeah. gotta put in the work, Morgan. Listen, he's not a young chicken either. Oh, boy. I
0: don't think I can put in the work. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, then, haha, uh, we're making up. Hard cut, too.
1: Oh, wait. So this is where I said, so earlier. When she was kissing Ben, Mary was like, oh, God, I have to watch this again. Is it almost over? And then in this scene, they kiss and she gets all horny for it. She's like, let me watch. Yeah, I'm going to step over here, but I'm actually going to be watching the
0: whole time. Yeah, that's what also made me think it was Adam Goldberg of Seth Rogen and Adam Golder. (laughs) Because it feels like prepubescent kind Mm -hmm. of
1: a little bit. Well, I guess like that's kind of supposed to be her.
0: Yeah, but it's not consistent. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I agree. It's that was not. Uh,
0: we do get a scene where uh, Bunny writes, a, yeah, Alice a, like a sorry, sorry card, but it's really cute because it's she's a little kid, but it, you know it's like kind of misspelled, like I hurt your guitar, but the guitar is spelled G I T A R, and then, then
1: ben, ben is like, did you uh, intentionally misspell some stuff to get some extra cue points? <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm.
0: she's adorable. Also, Bunny, I like it. Um, <laughs> I do right here in front of god and everybody okay uh we're making up they decide to take the the family to
1: karaoke to roke it up to sing they all go out there they have a great time they're dancing mary's like oh god your mom dancing it's the macarena joke again enough with the fucking macarena shit then um we have the post or like the during credit sequence which for some reason didn't play all the way hey through
0: amazon what the fuck because we paid because, for this shit yeah
1: oh by the way i had to pay three dollars to watch this show i own it forever now but like you know this like how now all of the modern streaming stuff is like a suit the second a credit appears on screen they're like here's the next episode it's like some shows have stuff going on during the credits
0: also that's really fucking rude people work yeah. really hard on their shows like Give them, don't even, yeah, you don't have to like look Morgan. at the names, just pretend like you're watching for their names to uh, pop up. Yeah. Continue.
1: Even though some people work on shows and they don't get credits at all on Your it. company
0: does, <laughs> so sit so so,
1: Only sometimes. Continue. Um, I don't get credit. But anyway, so the post-credits sequ- sequence is the, the Andy is like, oh, the Twitter stuff is, it's turning around, it's looking for the better. I don't know what the joke is because it cut it off before we could figure out what happened, I think. But that's kind of the idea is the Twitter thing worked out okay in the end.
0: Oh no, yeah, because no, the joke was he's like, uh, no, check this out. This chick, hot pants or acid wash jeans ninety two, retweeted my thing and was like, Yeah, boy, you go. Hashtag blandy as fuck, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm.
1: And the joke probably not that, but yeah.
0: But that and that caught fire, people started retweeting that mm-hmm. tweet. And the joke was it was her who tweeted.
1: Uh, who retweeted it out? Gotcha. Yeah, and that's the end of the show. That's, that's imaginary Mary. And the
0: end of imaginary Mary. This is the theme song. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: yep. <sighs> nope. No theme song for that show. It just is that short little two. Yeah, thing. it's so weird. But Do it we... might. To be fair, it might have a longer credit sequence during a normal episode because yeah. usually in pilots they try to like make it as condensed as possible. So and they then can fit use more stuff.
0: All the footage from the pilot in your. Opening yeah. and also Greta. it's a
1: modern show like modern shows aren't like full house anymore like there's very rarely an opening sequence like that
0: hey michael yeah whatever happened to predictability
1: the milkman the paperboy evening, evening TV. tv evening tv never went anywhere that's when everybody watches tv i don't know what the hell they're talking about mm-hmm. anyway when i was a kid i used to think they said even mtv and i was like mtv is doing fine but now mtv is not doing fine so it, it would make not. more sense anyway Maybe they changed it for Fuller House and now they do say it, even MTV.
0: I would like you to continue with the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I don't know why you brought up Full House. You know that's all <laughs> I'm gonna want to talk about now. My my fan theories about DJ. Just kidding. Alright, as much as we love to make fun of bad TV, we also believe every show is a silver lining, and that's why we always have to find something that we genuinely, unironically enjoyed. It's time to say something nice. <laughs> All right, Morgan, I'll let you go first this week. Let's say something nice about Imaginary Mary.
0: I really liked the cast. Mm-hmm. I think everyone, I think, uh, on, I don't know why I thought that I didn't like Jenna Elfman. She's really, <laughs> <laughs> she's really grounded. It's not over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I felt like, I felt for her. I identified with her. Um, yeah, it was just didn't... enough. It was just enough Silliness.
1: We didn't really bring it up in the recap, but the show is like not quite a dramedy, but it does have heavy moments and like serious dramatic parts.
0: Yeah, and she's able to pivot yeah. between those two very, very well in a very natural way. Um Ben I think is great. I think he's charming. Mm-hmm. Um I think the kids all brought something fun and engaging and not um it felt real. Mm-hmm. To me. And then even... Guys, I love Rachel Dratch. Even though there were some, some some points that were really stupid, it's still... It's, she's funny. Like, mm-hmm. it's a funny presence to have on the show. So I think all the perfor- performances are really engaging and, and fun and enjoyable to watch. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm going to say uh, that I was genuinely surprised by this show. I was ready for this thing to be a train wreck. Mm-hmm. And I actually liked... Probably ninety five percent of the show, like I thought, was really good. Um, The only thing I didn't like is the fucking main thing of the show. I I don't like the imaginary character. I didn't. I don't. I didn't think I love. I love Rachel Dratch, but I did not think she was funny Um, on the show. I thought the character is unnecessary for the story. Mm-hmm. and is a distraction from all the things that do work for it. so what I'm saying so I'm saying something negative um, what I did like about the show is basically everything else I thought the writing was really funny mm-hmm. um the performances were all great you mentioned that um I think Jen elfman is a great lead despite the fact that she has six failed TV shows um but I was mostly surprised by how how good the rest of the other unknown people were the the kids and the the boyfriend were all really funny. Mm-hmm. And the, the the concept for the show, minus her having an imaginary friend, like, just, like, this woman who has to, like, hey, you need to grow up and...
0: So, I mean, but we need to have some sort of outlet into, or inlet into what that process is for her.
1: Right, I mean, I, so, this is a tool, to a device to do that, but yeah, it's not the only way you could do no, it. No,
0: so I, that's why I'm bringing this up. Mm-hmm. What what do you think would have worked?
1: um I don't know. I didn't... I I would have to come up with a different idea. Probably you could just do it like uh, like Parks and Rec, where you have asides that are Mm -hmm. essentially to the audience for no reason.
0: A la even Bernie Mac. Yeah. Bernie Mac, I guess, he's coping with a lot. No, you're right. That's... Bernie Mac it should be the template for every sitcom.
1: Yeah, you don't need to have... I'm I mean, saying or,
0: that very genuinely.
1: Or like her her best friend is a therapist or something. Some, it doesn't need to be an imaginary friend. It just feels like an unnecessary... Like, I do think that it is the reason why the show got made. Because they were like, oh, this is kind of like a, a unique spin that we can throw on it. And it's mm-hmm. modern day, so we can have like a CGI character that looks pretty decent on a tv show
0: do you think that maybe if the character wasn't a cartoon and like an actual yes person i feel like that would have worked a lot better yes
1: you're right I that would make it that would make it better it's just it doesn't quite fit into the rest of like the show Bare reality yeah um i get i i get it. it just i just wish that i think that it would have worked better as a show if it would have been not animated mm-hmm And it could have been Rachel Dratch. I don't know. Why are people people shit! to put Rachel Dratch on TV? Listen, yes, Yes. she is untraditional looking, but whatever. She was on Saturday Night Live forever and that was never an issue. She was supposed to be the
0: Jenna. Yeah, on on 30 30 Rock. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me sad.
1: That's so messed up. And she's so funny. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's dumb. Anyway. um, Yeah. So my something nice is pretty much this whole show. Um, Would you watch another episode?
0: I think I would. Have. I mean, the only thing that's drawing me back is we have to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> if this was free, I would say yes, uh, mm-hmm. emphatically. But yeah, we'll say for the sake of this program, I will say yes.
1: Yeah. If y- you nailed it a hundred percent, two things. One, it's not free, and I don't think I want to pay three dollars an episode.
0: It's not three dollars worth, guys. It's good. I mean, it's it's watch. I mean, it's, it's good. If it
1: was on Hulu, if it was on Netflix, I'd be like, absolutely. Yeah. But. I'm not paying for the rest of the show. Maybe eventually they'll put it on like Amazon Prime or something, and then I would. The other thing that would hold me back, it's only nine episodes, so this isn't going anywhere.
0: Yeah, but it still would be interesting to see what kind of strides they made. I know, but it's
1: always disappointing when you watch a show that you like, and then it just is like... Well, it's
0: more disappointing if you're watching it as it's happening, and then getting invested, and then... They pull the, the rug yeah. from
1: underneath you, but
0: this way you, you're prepared emotionally. Kind
1: of. Except every, ways with those every time I watch Firefly, when it comes to the last episode, yeah. I'm like, "Ugh!" Even though I know it's going to be the last episode, oh, it sucks. Anyway, yeah. So I would, I would not emphatically like this. It wasn't like a show. If I had watched the show when it was out, I don't think I would have been like, holy shit, this show is amazing. But in the context of like yeah, the, 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 the shows we normally watch, especially comedies, like I'm trying to think if there was any other comedy that we've ever watched that I was like, I would watch this show. Like usually when it's when I'm like, yeah, I'd watch another episode. It's it's like an hour long program that was like, oh, that had an interesting concept. I would like this was just genuinely funny. Like mm-hmm. I laughed like a lot, like most of the jokes made me laugh. Mm hmm. Um, which is really rare for this show. And it's rated so low, only 5.6 on IMDb. That seems overly harsh.
0: It's got to be the the CGI.
1: Yeah, it's, it is obnoxious. Yeah.
0: Furry bear. Yeah. How would you describe Mary?
1: It's really hard. She just is sort of like a fur, like a round, uh, cute fur ball, but she's all white.
0: She kind of reminds me of that gummy bear. Uh, you know, the viral hit from the early 2000s no but white and with blue spots
1: gotcha cool uh
0: what I, now hey michael what do we do now
1: now it's time to cut the shit so what do you got you got anything to recommend this week this evening
0: uh this is a little non-traditional
1: oh my goodness
0: so i do not have a movie or a tv show mm-hmm. or an album mm-hmm. or a book mm-hmm. or Mm -hmm. podcast. Mm -hmm. Instead, I would like to encourage people to find something this week that they genuinely appreciate and just like give it that appreciation, even though like set aside any other people's prejudices that you think they might have and just revel in the fact that you genuinely appreciate this thing. I think that's something that we don't do because we live in a very cynical world with um Uh, access to a bajillion different opinions and then we second guess ourselves. So just allow yourself to appreciate something. Michael, what is your cut the shit this week?
1: Uh, No, I think that's really good. Really good advice. And that's why I like to have the say something nice on this show because I know that kind of the whole basis of this is to like make fun of stupid shit. But I do think it's important that we Because somebody
0: at the end of the day we both I mean everyone has some sort of artistic pursuit. Somebody put their time and their effort and their love probably into a project. And you should probably, you should definitely stop back and see, step back and see like, or at least somewhat give that kind of appreciation to you. For
1: sure. You. And anyway. Hey, if you like our show, um, <laughs> that's a brand example. Hey. Just saying. Um, okay. So my cut this shit this week, uh, last week we, for my birthday, went to, um, to the John Hodgman, judge John Hodgman pod- podcast and it was so much fun it was great i was there it was really fun spoilers
0: we- for an episode that's not dropped
1: oh we're we not supposed to say that i don't know okay i'll cut it out it was really fun and uh fun special guests were there yeah and uh Anyway, we got a question on there, so we'll see. Maybe we'll get featured on the podcast or maybe they'll cut it out.
0: Yeah, just listen for somebody asking a question about somebody not resetting the shower <laughs> hey, the way that
1: they're supposed to do it. You're not supposed to have spoilers either. Can't tell people what's going to be on the anyway. show. Maybe, maybe I was ruled against. Maybe I was ruled for. You'll have to listen. You know Stay tuned to find out. Anyway, um, I love John Hodgman, and you should read his book, Vacation Land. I read it last year, and it is really really funny but also really really like heartfelt and there's like lots of profound moments in there like in the absurdity and so yeah i am going to recommend john hodgman's vacation land
0: fantastic all
1: right morgan um i do want this week to give a little shout out we did have a new review
0: uh-oh
1: they didn't send an email or a tweet
0: okay. but you know what that stands so to this person you can i'm gonna tell
1: you i'm gonna them. tell you their name and you can give them a special shout out Ooh. their mm-hmm. name is el sergio el sergio
0: thank you boo for taking the time for us yeah you can use that as a ringtone okay what did Sergio thank you Sergio thank you for taking the time or El Sergio I don't know if Sergio is your name
1: um basically he says what a great idea for a show and it says like this isn't normally the kind of stuff that I like but this is such a great twist on the idea and it's a really well put together show so um
0: thank you for sticking with us
1: (laughs) yeah thank you for saying it's well put together because (laughs) probably not (laughs) anyway so thank you so much to El Sergio for that review and if you want to get a shout out on the show all you got to do is write a review Or two. No, just do one. Just
0: do one, please. Uh, And I will say whatever again. I will continue to say this until somebody sends me an email. Uh, I will say anything that you want as long as it's not sexist, raises, hurtful, hateful, blah, blah,
1: blah. Or something we don't want to say. Also, very little for me. Want to mention this week we were featured as the guest hosts of Predictocast. PredictoCast. Um, uh, The normal host, Josh and Skinner, uh, took January off and are having their friends. And co-podcasters take over their show for the month. Yeah, and don't
0: assume that we're friends with Josh and Skinner. I said co-podcaster.
1: They're our friends. <laughs> we're, me and Skinner are super good buds. Yep. <laughs> so we, we got the opportunity to uh, guest host that show, which was really fun. We do basically what we do here with just like a little bit of a twist and uh, with the movies. So...
0: If you like uh, bad 80s horror films.
1: Hey, bad is a judgment. I'm just, we watched an 80s horror film. If you, that you like is, a low
0: budget, excuse me, a yeah. low budget 80s horror film, please check it out.
1: Yeah, it's really, so. it's it was a really fun episode to do and I think it turned out really well. So check that out. They are at PredictoCast, um, all one word obviously, on Twitter. And listen to their show in general because it's really good. It's really funny, especially if you like our show because they're very similar. So, and Josh has been on the show. If you've listened to the Whoops episode,
0: you're familiar. Give them a follow. Um,
1: uh, you got anything else?
0: Uh, I haven't done this in a while. We are, I know we're going to do our normal pl- our end of the show. Plug. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we are proud members of the Pod Fix Network. Podfix, um, and I. Need to get back in the ha- habit of highlighting specific shows. Yeah.
1: Sorry, guys. We will.
0: We're very bad. You guys are way better than we are. But I will say, let me start this week. I've plugged these guys before. Um, hey Oh, boy. Uh, if you are not following or listening to the More Gooder Than podcast, I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life. Um, Chris, Donnie, and Corey uh, have pretty much risen in the ranks of my life, my podcast life uh, up to the levels of that of the McElroy brothers. I love these gentlemen so very much. I love their show. If you like uh, fun banter and talking about genuine appreciation of film, I highly recommend you check them out. Again, they just... You don't even
1: like, need to care about movies. Like, seriously, just it, it, for their, if you enjoy having a good time, listen to more good of them. If
0: you feel like you want to... Yeah, they, they're they like buds that you're just chilling with. So And more unlike us,
1: they are a lot more restrained with their profanity.
0: <laughs> and they're a lot more funny.
1: And they're a lot funnier. They, you know what? It's a better podcast. You should probably stop listening to us.
0: Same amount of singing, though.
1: Or you shouldn't stop listening to us because there's no reason you can't listen to two podcasts. But you should start listening to them as well. All right. I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Morgan's back to being doing the Instagram. So that's good. Um, It's at at Bad Reception Pod. That condescension was not necessary. Okay. Well, I want you to look at the history of Instagram and see how many many times you've actually posted the episode. Because I think it's about four. Two chains? And this is episode 46. Um so yeah, follow us at Bad Reception Pod. Uh, you can tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch, or if you just want to say hi. We like to hear from you guys. Um links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes at badreceptionpod.com. And we are proud members of the PodFix Network. You can follow them on Twitter at Podfix and go to podfixnetwork.com for a full lineup of shows. Um yeah I already said this stuff about giving us a review that would be cool if you did it so do it
0: if you have the time
1: you know whatever I'm Mike and Morgan and that's the end of the podcast Just back you